Direct auto insurance is for uncompromisers, the people who refuse to make trade-offs in life. They're the ones who proudly say no to living on someone else's terms and schedule. And when it comes to insurance, they find the savings they need to keep driving. And with savings of up to $1,044 per year when you switch to Direct Auto, you too can stop compromising and keep driving. Get a free quote today at directauto.com or find a store near you. Data from August 2021, new customer survey. Savings of any vary. How you buy can affect price. National General Group, Winston-Salem. As we go back to the Truett Insurance and Bonding Hotline, we got an expert on uh, hockey. The, on hockey. George yeah. Cowgill is joining us. George, you with us? Uh, George is here. Hey, George, what's happening? Now, we're talking a little hockey. Um, now, this is one of the many things that you do out there. <laughs> so, Renaissance man. What, what's going on down at Pelham? Uh, I think they're building some sort of development across there, a lot of new shops and stuff like that. Uh, I don't know as far as the rink, what kind of expansion they're doing, but across there, they've supposed to be a lot of restaurants, uh, retail. and uh, Yeah, it's a whole new uh, development, yeah, like a mixed-use development, yeah. Sure, sure. Yeah, well, hey, George is uh, the co-owner of the Black Market Bar and Grills that are in town. There's one down uh, Five Points South and uh, out at the Colonnade. Yeah. So, uh, George, we talk about you all the time. You're one of the most fascinating people in Birmingham. You know, man, you do a ton of different stuff. You you have the bars. Uh, are you still uh, doing the firefighting? I, I still am. I, I feel like I'm at the end of a, a very storied career. I think it's about time <laughs> for me to... Yeah, that behind me, and uh, yeah, I've got other things in life I want to do. So uh, I've I've loved it, but how long? How long have you done that? You've been with the Birmingham Fire Department for how long? Seventeen years, man. It's amazing. And I was trying to tell my, I was trying to tell my father he did twenty four years from uh, seventy six to the almost to two thousand, and I I, just, I don't think I can time. So he's going to win that one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, I, hey, if, if if nothing else comes out of it, you got some of the coolest pictures I've ever seen, man. Yeah, uh, that's you for you sure. and the fire gear and with the, with the guys, those are awesome. But, uh, man, back to the restaurants. Uh, kind of tell us a little bit, you know, you uh, and, and to give a little background. I met George years ago uh, when he was kind of getting in. He wanted to run a bar, and uh, the, your first bar was the Speakeasy. Uh, which was downtown, but then that morphed into Black Market Bar and Grill, and uh, and you got a great concept and all that. Tell us a little bit, kind of how y'all got into it, and how you've how you've grown it, and then sort of what your plans are. Um, it, back in, I started bartending back in the mid nineties, right out twenty twenty one. I was at Chili's, and then I worked at the Mill. A lot of the old heads in Birmingham would remember that. I worked oh, yeah. there for a long time. The Mill right there in Southside. I was there eight years. And that's where I met my business partner, Elise Yarbrough. Who's awesome. Bro, oh, yeah, she's great. Oh, my gosh. She's the best. <laughs> but uh, from there, I just I really started not liking my bosses. I hate to be that way. I didn't like – and I was like, you know what? If I'm going to have a jerk for a boss, it's going to be me. So <laughs> uh, we started looking around, and I uh, found a spot downtown and begged the owner of the building. Yeah. Detroit. What a great guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah He's, He's easy to work with. He, Pretty stand-up fella. <laughs> he had a spot downtown, and, and we begged and pleaded, and he, he gave us a shot. And uh, we opened the speakeasy, and it was awesome. And through trial and error, I felt like I learned a lot of stuff. And I've got a very um, – I have a daughter, and she has me wrapped around her finger at the time. She's <laughs> seven, eight years old. She's like, yeah, speakeasy's great, but I'm not old enough to get in, and I want a restaurant. So we opened the one on 280. <laughs> and I was like, I don't want to call it speakeasy because we're doing a kitchen. So, I, you know, throughout synonyms and similar names, I came up with Black Market Bar and Grill. And uh, uh, there, for the grace of God and, and just stupid luck, it, it worked. 
right there in the colony. We've well, been man, there almost 14 years. So. You know, you and I were talking about it the other day. I mean, it's, it's something that people don't think about that much. Uh, but, like, at the colonnade, I mean, there's a ton of parking, yeah. and which is phenomenal. People, I don't think people understand how important parking is. Yes. But, uh, you know, every time you drive by the black market at the colonnade, I mean, it's packed. There's always people sitting outside. And mm-hmm. I think it's a, a lot of it. One, it's a great place and a cool-looking uh, deal and all that. But the, the ease of getting in, man, uh, yeah. how much does that play into it, do you think, George? It's monstrous. Uh, that, that parking lot, uh, we have stadium parking over there. And, <laughs> yeah. and compare that, I love Southside, my Southside location, but, you know, compare it to that where people are parking the streets and, you know, uh, fist fighting over parking spaces. I mean, you, I've never, ever seen our parking lot completely full over on 280. It's great. I mean, it, it's, it, it really factors in because people know they can just park, get out, have a drink, eat, whatever, and then leave. And uh, the location right there between the you know connections of 459 and 280, uh, I think you know traffic jams will play a part in our business. Being good, people are like I'm just going to get off and go to black market. Okay. Yeah. Well, you know, one of the things, George, that uh, I admire about you in particular, uh, you and Elise both, but, uh, you know, y'all y'all worked really hard and have built up this thing, and uh, I hate to bring up, like, a, you know, a bad memory, but uh, I think you were a great example of it. Like, when COVID hit, I think all bars and restaurants and everybody just oh, – yeah. I, I don't see how anybody survived it, but – you know, y'all y'all were thinking about maybe you know taking the brand outside of outside of Birmingham and uh, and all that, and then that hit. And um, tell us a little bit of I know just kind of what a struggle that was to make it through, and and how you made it. It uh, again, there there for the luck of the you know dumb luck. To the two eighty location, it, it didn't didn't pay the bills, but we did a pretty decent takeout during that downtown. Like I would go and sit down there and write, or you know, just hang out during the during the COVID era, and it was a ghost town. Yeah, mm. and it was it was hard. I had you know, everyone was unsure on on payment, and then you know, whatever they figured out with the employees, they started paying them for not working. The government did, and so that made me feel a little bit better. And you know, Kay Abby was going to lift the restrictions. I don't know if y'all remember this, but th- there was going to be an announcement she's going to lift it, and then. She decided to go another month, and that, yep. you know, I thought that we'd seen the light at the end of the tunnel, and we were going to make it, and then she gave us another month, mm. and that was the only time in this entire uh, 14 years I've had these places that I thought that we were going to lose them. It, it was really scary, Tony. I mean, to answer, you know, simply put, it was scary. It was well, because during that time, and I'm guessing on this, I mean, I'm, I'm sure if rent was still due and all oh, your bills sure, are still yeah. due, but you can't even have people in. It was it was. Is, again, I don't see how anybody made it. And, um, man, uh, you know, my heart went out to you. You had a, uh, a post, I think, on Facebook or something saying kind of just what you said. It was, you know, you, you kind of reached a point one day where you thought, man, maybe the whole thing's over, all this hard work. And, I mean, I, I saw the work y'all put in. Y'all, y'all really, uh, you know, grinded. And I, and I think most small business owners do in general. And it, that's what's so upsetting to me is it, it most of the time people don't even get a pat on the back for doing what they do. And people – you know, love what they do and put so much time and effort into it. And I, I think that just sort of, uh, like your post that day I saw and I, man, I just felt for you. And I'm, I'm so glad you were able to, uh, y'all were able to figure out a path and, and are still around. How's the, uh, you know, now that I don't want to say everything's, you know, back to normal, but it's a lot closer to it, but you know, what's the path forward from here? Uh, is everything, you know, you're, you're happy with it or y'all looking to, to maybe, uh, you know, grow again or what's your plan? Still looking to grow. Uh, honestly, w- w- I felt like we've come out of the COVID era stronger than ever. Uh, I think 
I think our regulars and locals rewarded us for staying open. Um, it, we became more of a constant in people's schedules and, and, and you know, routines to come through. And and maybe part of that had to do with the fact that we made it. But, I don't know, a lot of restaurants in Birmingham closed down. I mean, I'm not – They still are. Oh, yeah. It, it, it's crazy. I mean, uh, I had a list of, of some big – I mean, Olive Garden. I mean, crazy places, places that had more money than me. I'm like, what, what do they know I don't? But uh, I always wanted to do expansion. We're we're looking at Huntsville. Uh, That'd be a good. Looking at Nashville, and, and and the Nashville thing has nothing to do with the fact that you know they have that NHL hockey team. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, um, and, but although they're in pra- they're in Prague right now. Yeah, Us and winning. Yeah, yeah I know. In Prague, so yeah. Well, man, uh, uh, back on the hockey ring. Don't go beat up on my boy Todd Simpson too much out there either. Oh, Todd. Todd's one of the nicest guys I've ever met. He he's really is. Hooligans, uh, number three. He's been with me, geez, five, six years. We've been i got to come out there and watch y'all sometime. Uh, you're not going to be that impressed, but uh, <laughs> it, it is fun. No, we, have, yeah. we have a great time. Todd, Todd is good. So I like, you know, he's from Michigan. He's so sneaky, man. You wouldn't cool. expect it. Todd, is, we work with Todd. He's with uh, Cincinnati Insurance. He's one of our underwriters. Just super good guy. And uh, it's just funny. These two have kind of hooked up uh, <laughs> together and are buddies. <laughs> We're on the air right now with George Cowgill, the owner of Black Market Bar and Grill, Birmingham firefighter, uh, just a renaissance man, hockey guy. And it it, it strikes me, George, I've I've been, in fact, you know, you may recall, I I worked with you to to get the the second location off and running, which to, you know, to close the the circle on that real quick, you mentioned you were a bartender at the mill. That second location is at the former location of the mill, correct? That's correct. We moved. We started in Southside uh, in 2012 up the street where Dugan's used to be, again, for old heads. And <laughs> I think in 2015, does that sound right? Well, yeah, I think that's about right. About three years, we devised some sort of plan to get into the mill when that location came up. And, yeah. you know, that was always, I mean, when it finally happened, I mean, I'm not saying it was a dream come true, but it was just like, it was like you know, something off of a Lifetime movie. Yeah, I mean, right, that, right. So... Uh, yeah, but you were, you were instrumental in helping us out because we, you know, we got into it with one landlord and trying to establish a relationship with another, and it was a difficult time, and I had to turn to the legal aid. There you go, legal <laughs> the legal genius of Brock Murphy. Well, one of the things I've, you know, and, and you mentioned it, the uh, um, you know the locals. It, it, there's there's a lot of loyalty. You have established really, a brand that yep. people are very very loyal to, and it's 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 interesting and entertaining to watch when you go into a black market. Well, thank you. I, I think I just like the skulls on my T-shirt. Yeah. Hey, I was I was about to say that. Kind of tell, like, sort of the best – I don't know exactly how to do it. you got, a like, a, I guess a graphic uh, design background, but uh, everything is kind of um, – I don't know if it's comic book looking or how you would describe it, but it's a it's, it really is a cool brand. And, uh, you know, uh, the, the merchandising, if, you're, if you are able to, to kind of keep growing, I think that's going to play a huge part in it, just the, you know, the look of the place and the feel of the place. Tell a little bit about how that looks and also – uh, before we get out of here, tell t- uh, say something about like the stuff you love on your menu, real quick. Oh, okay. Uh, we'll start as just back to the, the design of the graphic novel. Uh, essentially, that place looks like what my bedroom, Black Market Bond Grill, the art on the wall, uh, everything we're going for. It kind of looks like what my bedroom looked like when I was a teenager in high school. <laughs> yeah, punk bands uh, and punk bands and comic books and horror, horror movies. I, I wear my interests on my sleeve up there, and uh, that was one <laughs> of the things when we opened up on two A. People were like. You know, we had Speakeasy down there with you, and 
when when I told people my plans to open up on two A, they were like, "Those folks over there are not going to be into what you do." And I said, "Watch." Yeah. yeah. I was just like, <laughs> "Watch me." I, I mean, you know, it's uh, they may not talk about it as much as I do, but you know, yeah, comic books, fun movies. I mean, everyone loves that stuff. Uh, it looks great. Uh, what what's your favorite couple things on the menu? Then we got to run. Okay. Uh, our, lately, I mean, the egg rolls, they're definitive. They've been with us since we opened. Uh, chicken, spinach, no one's ever gotten. If any of my friends ever show up for the first time, I'm like, get these egg rolls. As a matter of fact, I'm going to go in the kitchen and get you some and bring them out. Oh. And then uh, I'm stuck on the Hulk burger. It's named oh. after one of my pit bulls, uh, the, the goofy <laughs> one. And uh, it's just our, our burgers sell like crazy, and right now that's my favorite one. I mean, I've been eating this stuff for over a decade, yeah. so I have to rotate my favorites. And well, it's, it's all – it's all good, Ben. Uh, we got to we got to run. Anything you want to say to wrap up? No, I appreciate both of you guys, both as people, and for having me on the show. And uh, thank you very much. Yeah, man. Well, have a uh, have a great weekend and keep up the good work. Okay. Awesome, yeah. Tony Brock. I'll talk to you soon. All right, see Sounds you, George. Good. Yeah, George Calgill with the uh, Black Market Bar and Grills. Plural. Yeah. Birmingham Fire Department. We, uh, we need to go out. You know, burgers are uh, a lot of places are selling a lot of different kind of burgers. We need to go sample one here soon. Man, it's it's again, it's a great place. If 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 anybody listening hasn't been to one of them, check it out. Yeah. And I think it's great. I wish he and Elise both, uh, yeah, just fantastic, super people. good people, yeah. man, and uh, wish them tons of success. Come join TV's Ross Matthews every Thursday on his new podcast, Hello, Ross. Hi, I'm Ross Matthews, and I am so excited to tell you about my brand new podcast, Hello, Ross. You know, I, I just said that. Yeah, I know. I was just saying it again to emphasize the name of my new podcast. It's Hello, Ross. Look, you only have like 30 seconds to tell them about the new podcast, Hello, Ross. You have to tell them about the celebrity guests, the interesting people with cool stories to tell, and it's new every Thursday. Go ahead. You never know who's going to pop by to say Hello, Ross. It could be an Oscar winner, the star of your favorite show, even my dental hygienist. Really? No, she's fascinating. Okay. Anyone else? One time I was at a dinner party and the lady across from me, turns out she was a dominatrix. Ooh, that's going to hurt. I've been a naughty boy. <laughs> huh. Are you going to ask? We're going to go there. For reals? And there. For real reals? You better stretch. I better stretch? What the hell? On our show, nothing's off limits. I'm going to ask that question. No. And that question. No. <laughs> and I'm going to get away with it. Oh, boy. So it's like Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood, right? Except think of it, Mr. Matthews' Gaberhood. <laughs> oh, that sounds fun. You know, that actually does sound fun. And it's on YouTube or wherever you listen. Wait, that's my line. Hello, Ross, available on YouTube or wherever you listen. Okay, now you just repeated me. We are so over our time limit. Oh, that's a bummer.